Hey, Startup Nation. Imagine a job where you can work wherever you want, on whatever you want, from wherever you want. Hello to white sand beaches of Thailand or the comfort of your own couch. Oh, and most importantly, you're your own boss. Now, what if I told you that the dream job could become your reality? This is the life of a freelancer, and with some hard work and with the help of Hectic, it can be your life too. Hectic is an all-in-one business management software built specifically for freelancers who are just getting started or looking to take their freelance business to the next level. Hectic is everything a freelancer needs to get started, from an easy-to-use contracts and proposal builder to client management and project tracking to expenses and invoicing that features click-to-play technology that makes it quick and easy for freelancers to get paid. And we all want to get paid, Startup Nation. Built specifically for freelancers, Hectic is everything you need to get started. Visit gethecticapp.com forward slash the startup life now to learn more and start for free. Yep, adding your first client on the platform will always be free. And if you sign up through gethecticapp.com forward slash the startup life, You'll be supporting me and this podcast because who couldn't use a little support these days, Startup Nation? Visit GetHecticApp.com forward slash The Startup Life to find everything you need to start or grow your freelancing business today and put those in-demand skills to good use in the way you've always dreamed of. The link is there in the show notes. It's time to be about that life. The Startup Life. Here's your host, Dominic Lawson. All right, Startup Nation. So I hope you're ready to receive some value today. My name is Dominic Lawson, and this is the Startup Life, the show for entrepreneurs and career minded professionals. You know, Startup Nation, it's that season, tax season, right? You know, got to get those 1040s and all them forms all squared away and stuff like that. And I know this is a time of year, even outside of a pandemic, where we start to want to pull our hair out and stuff like that. But today we have a fantastic guest for you here on our first time recording here on clubhouse so if you're listening to the replay on the podcast appreciate that appreciate that uh if you listen to the replay uh, on the podcast and you want to go ahead and and uh try to get on clubhouse follow us here on uh whatever i I think at startup life i think that's what it is i'm I'm sorry startup nation i am new uh to clubhouse so i'm trying to figure this thing out but if you want to be part of the q a conversations we're going to keep doing this from uh time to time but if you want to do that follow us here on clubhouse so that way we can get that real studio audience feel but back to today's task at hand we have ashley garrison of grf financials here on the ones and twos ashley what's up hey hi dominic how are you you know me living a dream living a dream thank you so much for coming on the show i appreciate it thank you for having me oh you know i'm excited oh no we've we've me and ashley have been friends for a long time and so i'm so glad to have her on the show and talk about you know her venture and kind of give us some help because it's tax season (laughs) and we need help uh, so, but before we, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And b- but before we get into that, Ashley, you know, I know, you know, you just celebrated a year in business, right? Talk about well, a, 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 not exactly, not exactly. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, it's been more like three years in business. Gotcha. Three years solely, um, dependent upon the income derived from my business. Gotcha. Okay. I got you. Get me right now. Get me right. I appreciate <laughs> that. But like kind of talk about this past year, because this past year has been kind of crazy for all of us oh, who have been business oh, leaders. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Talk about that a little bit. So the one year kind of hit me just, I didn't even realize I didn't have it marked on the day. I went to my Facebook memories and I was like, 
you did quit last year this time. Um, it wasn't something I really made known at the time, right. but um, because I was walking out on faith, and sometimes I I was just a little quiet, I was a little hesitant to to pub that, but um, I quit February twenty eighth of twenty twenty. I had about a I had the flu that same day mm. I quit. I had the flu, so I over the weekend I was kind of you know going through it. So I really started being having my um, my day established midweek of that first week of uh, March, right? Right. Like really getting my trying to get into my groove, and then they canceled schools, mm. and then they closed the world down, right. and everything stopped. So it 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 freaked me out a little bit because I was concerned about not having my, you know, nine to five income that I was dependent upon. Right. But uh, it, it really, it, it worked out. It worked out. And here I am a year later and I made it through the storm. Uh, I'm sure there are going to be other storms to come, but yeah, I'm here and I'm happy. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, like I said, we, we, unfortunately we've had, a lot of business owners not make it through the past yes. 12, 13 months. You know what yes. I mean? And Absolutely. we, you know, here at the startup life, you know, our heart goes out to them because it's mm-hmm. just crazy because you, you create this thing, you build this thing. And then out of nowhere, something, nobody, well, not a lot of people, but not a lot of people yeah. expected to kind of come and just mm-hmm. like, you just wipe it all away. You know what I mean? Almost everything out of your control. Right. You did like, everything right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Almost overnight, you know, if you will. Yeah. So, Uh, but that's neither here nor there, but like, again, you know, startup nation, we're here with Ashley Garrison, founder of GRF, uh, financials. And if you want to check out everything she's going, got going on, or if you need some help, because I know you do go ahead and and click the (laughs) website link there in the show notes. Uh, if you listen to replay on the podcast, so Ashley, help us out because we need your help. Okay. So, you know, were you about to say something? I'm sorry. No, no, I was saying, all right, I'm happy. All right, let's do it. So let me ask you this. At what point should I start, you know, uh, put my business, you know, filing on my taxes and stuff like that? Because like, look, let's say I'm first year in in business and stuff like that. I've always done the little 1040 EZ and stuff like that. Do I need to do something a little different or or is a whole separate tax form? Kind of shares with us about that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, a lot of people are hesitant when they're first starting their business to incorporate it into their personal tax return. Right. And un- understandably so, because that's a whole nother field that they, you know, haven't even looked at. Right. But um, the answer is, is that the IRS, Uncle Sam wants to know and wants a piece of every dollar you make. So if you're making $1 or no dollars, they want to know. Um, and even more so of your the fact that you are legally uh, required to report this income, Mm -hmm. it can be beneficial in your startup years to report your loss Mm. because that can offset your W-2 wages or any other income you have coming in. So I I have heard a lot of times people like, well, I lost money, so I'm not going to even do it. Well, that could offset your loss. However, there are, there is something in the works that um, that is kind of coming to an end having the uh, loss offset wages. Okay. That you're, um, but it can carry on to future years. So it can't offset the wages of your current year, but it'll offset the earnings from your business for future years. 
So if you're operating at a loss in 2021, but 2022, you're operating at an income, that loss that you had in 2021 can uh, carry over and reduce that income. Gotcha. So you really have to do, you know, that long term thinking, because I think that's a lot of things. Mm-hmm. That's one of those things that like doesn't really a lot of people don't think about when it comes to preparing taxes. Like you kind of have to it's not just about filing and putting the information in from the past year, but also uh, kind of planning for the future. I, you know, a lot of people Absolutely. don't think about that part. Absolutely. Gotcha. I I appreciate that. So, you know, look, we are all trying to get the big refund check. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like a lot of people like, you know, know, tax time, get some stuff, stuff like Mm -hmm. that, catch up on some bills. So what are some of the biggest tax savings that, you know, we can do as business owners to kind of help us out with that? I think the number one tax savings you can do is hire a professional. Mm, Okay. You doing it yourself or, you know, getting someone I, I hear all the time, I had a tax person. What's a tax person? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't, well, no, not a tax person. Get you a professional, preferably someone that uh, is, um, like, has a niche in your field. Right. Because those are the ones that are most, um, know the most deductions that are geared specifically for your industry. Um, but a tax professional, that little cost, that, that extra cost that, You'll have to pay a tax professional versus, you know, your cousin or somebody doing it <laughs> and, uh, will offset when you're talking about tax savings or the potential to avoid penalties and interest mm. if things are filed incorrectly. Gotcha. Well, you know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It sounds like you're about to say something else. Yeah, I was going to say something. Um, also, being very uh, strict with how you calculate your books every month or throughout the year. Being strict on that process, making sure you know what you've spent and what you've um, what you made so you can properly put that on your forms and pay the correct amount of income. Right. Again, avoiding penalties and interest. Gotcha. Let me ask you this, because you talked about avoiding penalties and interest and stuff like that, you know, and you talked about like having your cousin do your tax return and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I want to ask you this, though, because, look, there's a lot of people, you know, when it comes to business owners, there's a lot of people who try to scam those same business owners. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And, and so when we talk about uh, people who does a, 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 a who's a tax person, quote unquote, mm-hmm. or a CPA like yourself, I guess I'm asking mm-hmm. when I'm when I'm trying to get the right person to kind of look out for me. What are some of those questions I should be asking that person to make sure they're looking out for me, make sure they're on the up and up and stuff like that. Cause like I said, we got a lot of scammers out there. You do, you do. Um, I think that if you go to a professional, you are for the most part safe. Of course, everybody doesn't walk a straight line, but right. to only to have that certification of the CPA, you have, you're required to one, have continuous education on a yearly basis and two, you are required to abide by certain ethics. Right. So you kind of are in a good place if you get someone that is a certified uh, professional accountant. However, if not, there are also another certification called an EA. And um, they're like a mini CPA, but they only focus on taxes. I think they're a good uh, start, too. Gotcha. But even so... You don't want anyone that does a percentage of your refund as their fees. They assess your fees based off of your refund because that shows that they that gives them the incentive to make your refund 
bigger, gotcha. right? Mm-hmm. Which sounds great, but your refund should be what your refund is gotcha. based on facts. Gotcha. <laughs> it's not a game. It's not a, um, well, let me move some money here. This Your refund should be based on facts. So gotcha. that take that um, that incentive to falsely record anything because after you paid them, they're gone. They owe the IRS nothing. And especially if they're not even registered with the IRS, they've gotten their money. They're gone. You're responsible for the penalties and fees. You know, it's fun. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm, go ahead. No, no I, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, it's funny you mentioned that part, right? Because it, it seems like, you know, and I don't know how true this story is. And maybe it is, maybe it's not. I don't know. But we were hearing stories last year when the stimulus package was kind of being rolled out and stuff like that. And they had mm-hmm. other people doing preparing their taxes that those stimulus monies were going to the people who prepared and not necessarily, yeah. you know, the person it was for. You know, I didn't even think about uh, stuff like that. So, and, yes. and the reason I wanted to ask you about the red flag, because I'm, I'm remembering here in Memphis a while ago, I think it was more money taxes that, oh, was, yeah. you, you know, had, yeah. the, had them funny commercials, oh, but yeah. it seemed like they weren't necessarily uh, on the up and up. Once again, Startup Nation, we are talking to Ashley Garrison, founder uh, and CPA of uh, GRF Financials. And if you need tax help because it is tax season, go make sure you go ahead and listen to the replay on a podcast in the show notes. You will have her link for her website and everything and all her credentials uh, there. And also, once again, we are recording this for the first time, the first startup uh, life podcast episode on Clubhouse. Uh, we're super excited about that. Just a new way to engage with you, Startup Nation. Uh, so that way, go ahead, follow us on Clubhouse. And if you have a question, you can go ahead. I will let the people know that are in here right now that we are recording. So this will be posted on the web, on the show notes and, and the website and stuff like that. So if you're not a fan of being recorded, I'm letting you know right now. Uh, so, but if you do have questions for Ashley, make sure, go ahead and raise that hand. Looks like we got one person right now. I'm going to go ahead and bring them up okay. in just a a second but we are so excited to start up nation to kind of uh do this with you on clubhouse and engage with you on a whole new way let me go ahead and bring this person up this is my sister-in-law right here big fan of hers and stuff all like right. that so i think there we go all righty so can you hear me yes we can we we can thank you so much for coming on the show Bimini. we really appreciate it oh thank you brother-in-law <laughs> uh, no worries it looks like you had a question for ashley Hi, Ashley. Just real quick. Um, So just for clarification, it may be posted on um, uh, on the platform, as Dominic Mm -hmm. mentioned. But can you clarify, like, how do you look up like a a number associated with your certification? Like if I want to verify your certification number on a website, is there like a place where you can look that up? Yes. um, I want to say it's the Tennessee Secretary of State, uh, gosh, Tennessee Revenue Department. Is that Department of Revenue for the state of Tennessee? Yeah, I think think it's the Department of Revenue for the state of Tennessee. All you got to do is Google Tennessee Accounting Board and you, it should give you the link and you can look up uh, a person's name to see if they're active. Okay. Thank you. They have an active license. No problem. Okay, thanks. All right. Thank you so much for that question, Bimini. Appreciate that for sure. If you would just go ahead and mute that mic so we don't get that feedback as well. I appreciate it. It looks like we have another question. You know, one of my favorite people, you know, she kind of dope. My wife, <laughs> Kenda, uh, looks like she has a question. Come on, executive producer of the Startup Life podcast. What you got? All right. Um, I think I might unfortunately know the answer to my my first question. So I'm going to ask two. 
my first question is, um, okay, as a business owner, um, you don't necessarily have a uniform and some things that you will be able to mm-hmm. conduct um, in other industries. So Correct. is there a way to write off or give yourself a certain, you know, allowance? Do you get any credit for things that you do that are, you know, a part of maintaining your brand and, um, and that sort of thing? And if not, what are some of the most common things that people fail or don't know that they can deduct? Okay. Um, that is a very tricky question. Um, it depends. It depends. That's that's always the answer. It depends. Um, I would like to say no. <laughs> um, if you cannot prove, so in order to to um, claim a deduction for your business, the purchase has to be necessary and reasonable. And clothing, um, getting your hair done and all that, is that necessary for your business? If you did not have this business, would you still make that same expense? Or you did you have to buy this particular clothing, wear your hair in this particular style, or get your you know makeup done for this particular reason? And is it directly related to business? And a lot of times that's a really sticky situation and hard to prove with the IRS. So can you deduct it? Sure. Will the IRS come back and say it? No. Very possibly. Very possibly. Um, Some common deductions for business owners that are often overlooked. uh, One is the use of their homes. If you have a debt, now you have to have a dedicated space in your home for your home office. It's best to support that with pictures, but you can basically, the proportion of the room to your home, you can proportion out your bills to your business. Um, so you get that deduction. You get a deduction for the business use of your car. Uh, for any miles that you um, drive on your car, it can be done proportionately to the amount of miles you drive business reasons, or it can be done uh, just on a basic mileage level, but you cannot do both. I'm sorry, uh, you know, um, mileage costs, but you can't do both. Um, I like to use my cell phone. I just write it off as a business expense in, in totality because I could not conduct business without my cell phone. Um, so I don't do proportionary, just that's a business expense. Um, let's see. Internet also is something that I consider a business expense. It's that it's on that grounds of eh, no, but I think the type of internet I have is absolutely necessary to conduct my business. Um, yeah, I think that's the ones that people kind of don't really think about. Does that answer your question, Kendra? I think we might have lost Kenna just for a little okay. bit. Okay. <laughs> sorry. My, I, I there it is. Experimenting with this mic. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that does answer my question. I'm a little disappointed, of course, by the first one. <laughs> yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> but um, um, I guess that this is maybe a follow-up question. It, I, I'm curious to see if there's a different answer. Um, mm-hmm. As so many of us have kind of transitioned into, like, I know myself, I kind of got kicked out of, kicked out of my home office. Okay. Um, uh, by children and uh-huh. for school. Kinda, yes, yes, and mm-hmm. create like backup, backup um, spots for myself. Mm-hmm. So, 
I guess I'm curious, like how this transition or what what should we pay attention to in light of last year in particular? Unfortunately, I'm done speaking. (laughs) Thank you. Unfortunately, Kim, the the IRS or the government has not put in a lot of um, mandates or regulations to help benefit individuals that are working from home that are employees and or, you know, in education, even though that that has made a big shift in our lives, they really hadn't done anything to help or provide some relief on that. So um, if you if this is not a permanent change of your home office, I would keep it the same. Um, you know, I wouldn't make that change if it's not a permanent change. If it's a permanent change, you're never going back to your home office, then yes, change it. But um, if you do plan on getting your office back, just keep it the same on your taxes. It's fine. All right, Kenda, thank you so much uh, for that question. Really appreciate it uh, from a uh, content point of view and a personal point of view. I appreciate that <laughs> uh, for sure. Uh, once John, again, what's up? I have the um, answer to the first question. Go it for it. The, the Tennessee Department of Commerce and Insurance. Okay. And it's verify.10.gov. Gotcha. Thank, thank you, you so much. you can go on that website to verify. Thank you so much. And, and that's for the state of Tennessee, correct? That's correct. That's okay. All right. I would imagine Startup Nation, if you are somewhere else, then you probably refer to something similar in your state or your country, wherever you uh, may yeah. be. Just click the reset room. Reset the room real quick. Once again, Startup Nation, we are talking to Ashley Garrison, founder and CPA of GRF Financials. And if you're ready to get that tax help today, go to grffinancials.com. We have a link there in the show notes for easy access if you're listening to the replay on uh, the podcast and also you know can i put your phone number out there as well oh yeah absolutely all right let me get there out there as well that phone number is 901-728-2412 and it looks like we have another question for you uh ashley give me just a second here mm-hmm. all righty there we go rob Hello. what's up hey how you guys doing all right looks hey, like you got a it looks like you got a question. I got a couple of questions. Okay. Oh, Lord. And they're <laughs> all about the gray area. I know this is Ashley's favorite. Yes. yes so love it. <laughs> my question, um, the first one is, do you prefer to work in the gray area at all? Or do you strictly work with um, pretty much like white and black? Well, I, I think with taxes, like I said, um, it depends. Everything is, it depends. And if I, if there is some gray area, I really make sure that my clients understand that there, this can be taken differently. This is not white and black. It's a depend, it depends situation. And I usually make sure that I write up something to let them know that. So I can note that I've let informed you that things might result differently than what's expected. Okay. But I think as a business owner, you're always going to be in the gray area. Texas can't be black and white all the time. Well, let me ask you this as a follow-up. Do you have mm-hmm. any clients that are entrepreneurs that are more risk-averse than others where they may or may not be more pushy in regards to claiming additional deductions? Oh, absolutely. And like I said, so um, I kind of made mention to it earlier. As your tax preparer, 
I am not responsible for verifying the information that is provided to me. I, as a due diligence, I review it and let you know if something doesn't look quite right. If something's very odd, I inform the taxpayer that that is that's just not right, and you're probably going to get flagged for it. <laughs> um, if you insist, these are your numbers. I don't own the numbers, but I will make note of it and let you and have you sign it telling you that, I mean, verifying that I've informed you that this gives me concern. All right, Startup Nation, so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We got to pay some bills. Once again, my name is Dominic Lawson, and you're listening to The Startup Life. Hey, Startup Nation, I think we can all agree that 2020 was more or less a dumpster fire, right? I mean, come on, on top of surviving a worldwide pandemic, good friends and family of mine lost their jobs, had their hours cut, or went out of business altogether. Yet many of these same people are talented creatives, web developers, photographers, graphic designers, SEO specialists, and writers with solid, marketable, in-demand skills. So I've turned them onto Hectic. Hectic is an all-in-one business management software built specifically for freelancers who are just getting started or looking to take their freelance business to the next level. Hectic is everything a freelancer needs to get started, from easy-to-use contracts and proposal builder to client management and project tracking to expenses and invoicing that features click-to-play technology that makes it quick and easy for freelancers to get paid. And we all want to get paid, Startup Nation. Built specifically for freelancers, Hectic is everything you need to get started. Visit gethecticapp.com forward slash the startup life now to learn more and start for free. Yep, adding your first client on the platform will always be free. And if you sign up through gethecticapp.com forward slash the startup life, you'll be supporting me and this podcast because who couldn't use a little support these days, Startup Nation? Visit gethecticapp.com forward slash the startup life to find everything you need to start or grow your freelancing business today and put those in-demand skills to good use in the way you've always dreamed of. The link is there in the show notes. All right, Startup Nation, welcome back as we continue our conversation with today's guest here on The Startup Life. All right. Does that well, answer you? Thank you so much, Robin, for that question. I really appreciate it. Uh, I want to ask you this, uh, Ashley, really quickly, uh, because I know that, you know, uh, a lot of people have been like applying for that PPP, just kind of change, yeah. change gears a little bit, that PPP uh-huh. loan, right? And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What what do I need to know? Because we, we've already seen a few people uh, get in trouble either, you know, whether they was trying to be fraudulent or not trying to be fraudulent. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to that PPP loan and filing our taxes, what do we need to know? Because that's a big one right now. Right. OK, so one, don't lie. <laughs> when you're <laughs> that sounds fair enough. <laughs> that's the big thing. But um, the PPP loan is a loan that is given from the government to help businesses. It was supposed to be small businesses, but we all know that that didn't quite work out that way. Um, and if the funds are used in appropriate manner, payroll, uh, rent, utilities, then it can be um, excused or what is it? Uh, yeah, like you, you 
it no longer becomes, you don't have to pay it back. I'm blanking on the word, but you no longer have to pay the loan back if you can show that you've used the loan in the appropriate manner. Gotcha. Um, That is a big thing because if you don't have proper books and proper accounting and you can't verify that, yeah, I did use this for payroll or I did use this for rent, you're going to be stuck with a loan, right? Right. Um, And then on top of that, you cannot, whatever funds that you use that money for, that is excused, that is forgiven, that's the word, <laughs> that is forgiven, you cannot deduct, you cannot deduct that expense from your, um, on your tax return. So if you paid two months salary using the PPP loan, you, those are no longer deductions on your tax return. Gotcha. I appreciate you sharing that. You know, in in that same uh, vein, let me ask you uh, this, because like on that federal tax return, I know with everything going on with the pandemic and stuff like that, I know they did this last year. And this is just like, you know, just to give your commentary on what you think or whatever. I know last Mm -hmm. year they extended the date to July 15th. And I know some lawmakers have pushed to uh, do that uh, again this year. Do you think that would happen? Do you think that's advantageous for us? What's your thoughts on that? Uh I honestly was, it's advantageous for me. I was hoping <laughs> Fair <they> enough. <laughs> I was hoping they would because that crunch time, you know, it's a lot. Um, I don't see it happening. I feel like if it was going to happen, it would have happened already because we are 10 days away from um, deadlines for businesses. Gotcha. Business returns have uh, to file by March 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think that that's a disadvantage to the taxpayer. It gives you more time to prepare your documents and everything. And the due dates for if anybody had to pay, the due dates were extended as well. So that was less interest. You got to hold on to your money a little bit longer without paying that um, that interest on it. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, uh, you know, uh, let me ask you this, because I know you've been you know, getting the word out there on social media about, you know, uh, if you need help with, you know, filing your form and, and forms and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that as a you know CPA, you know, because I know there's ethical issues at hand when you're talking about, oh, absolutely. you know, and stuff like that. Do you have to be careful and mindful, you know, from an ethical standpoint, what you can say in your advertisements when you're you know advertising on social media and stuff like that? Yes, I, I think so. Um I, I cringe anytime I see, you know, someone advertising of, oh, guarantee you $3,000 back mm. or guarantee a return because everybody's situation is different. I cannot guarantee you anything until I have sat down and input your numbers because every situation is different. Everybody is not eligible to get the same tax credits or, you know, they're, they're different tax brackets, different withholdings. Think it's a million different things that go into um, understanding what your return or your payment is going to be. I'm sorry, your refund or your payment is going to be. Right. And no one can guarantee that without actually knowing and seeing your tax documents. Gotcha. So, yes. And I avoid that at all costs. That makes sense to me because, like, we, you know, me and Kendall, we watch a lot of American Greed, right? And so we see people yes. all the time. <laughs> 
making those statements like, yeah, we can guarantee mm-hmm. this. We can guarantee that. And it's like, how can you guarantee how? that? And, and, right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. And we see that a lot of times during taxis. Like, yeah, we can guarantee you thirty five hundred dollars. We can guarantee yeah. you ten thousand dollars per kid. I'm like, how do you do that? Where do you do that over there? But I you know, don't know. Right. And I um, it's just it's kind of it's crazy to me because we like everything is aimed until believe making individuals believe that the bigger their tax refund is the better. Right. Oh, get a refund, get a refund, get a refund. And that's not usually the case. Usually a big tax refund shows that you're not properly planning on the front end for your taxes. You're allowing way too much federal withholdings come out of your check. Mm -hmm. If you are a W-2 worker now, if you don't work and you get a tax refund, you know, then that's another thing. But if you are a W-2 worker and you get a large uh, refund, the IRS is literally just taking your money throughout the year, held on it, did not pay you any interest. You had no ability to get it in times of need and then gave it right back to you. So gotcha. I, I think we have to change our switch our mindset. I appreciate that. that. I appreciate that. You, l- let me ask you this, because I know we have a lot of business owners and startup founders out there who may technically live in one state because like we're in Memphis, Memphis mm-hmm. metropolitan area. We're in a tri-state area. Right. So mm-hmm. we may have business owners who live physically in one state, but their business and operations are in a whole nother state. Right. And so yes. uh, are there some things we need to be mindful of when we have that scenario going on? Absolutely. It's called uh, you generate what's called a nexus when you operate in a um, in a different state. And so you could very well create a situation in which not only do you have to file taxes and inform um, pay taxes, inform the state of your businesses and pay taxes in the state that you're registered in. You also will have to do that with the state in which you operate in. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, I appreciate that. And that happens a lot to retailers, mm. uh, especially e-commerce that oh, sell yeah, that's right. across the state. They have they usually form a nexus with other states as well. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, that, that's huge information because I know e-commerce mm-hmm. is, is really big right now. So to know that information uh, is super important. Absolutely. Once again, let's reset. Once again, we are talking to Ashley Garrison, CPA, the founder of GRF Financials. And if you're ready to get that help, Startup Nation, make sure you go ahead and go to the website. That is grffinancials.com. We have a link there in the show notes for easy access if you listen to the replay on the podcast. Also, if you're listening to us, if you're here on Clubhouse with us right now, know that we are uh, recording. And if you're not listening to us on Clubhouse right now, you should be. Go ahead and follow the Startup Life on Clubhouse. So that way you can get in on the conversations when we talk to the best business minds in the world, just like Ashley Garrison here at GRF uh, Financials. I want to ask you something, uh, Ashley, you know, that's, you know, again, just kind of get your commentary, see what you think of and stuff like that, because, you know, some people have said that the IRS could honestly, I mean, they have all the information they could do our taxes for us, right? Like they have all the information and stuff like that, you know, but Mm -hmm. they want us to do it ourselves or hire yourself uh, to kind of do that as well. And I know you do more work outside of just tax season. You really, you know, help people 
uh, mind their books and stuff like that. I guess I'm curious what you think about that. Like, should the IRS just do our taxes for us or should we continue to do it ourselves? What do you think about that? I think that the reason why the IRS does not do it, because a lot of people do taxes wrong and gotcha. end up paying more than they should pay. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I think that the... I know that's probably taking money out of my pocket, but I believe that the tax code should not be as difficult as it is. Gotcha. It is extremely difficult. It shouldn't be all these exceptions and whatnot. Um, it should be a flat fee and the IRS tells you pay this amount on your money and that's it. I think it's ridiculous because that sets up a situation in which a Donald Trump only pays $17. Not gotcha. because he's smarter or he has more money it's because well no it's because he has more money to pay a team of people to figure out mm. how to get around paying taxes gotcha gotcha I, I, I would love honestly just like hey you owe thirty dollars and just pay them thirty dollars and, and just, just be that simple uh for <laughs> sure but that's neither here nor there i want to ask you uh, about this because you know we were talking about states and and, and uh state fees and, and some like that mm -hmm. what are some of those general state fees you know and i know it varies state to state right and there's right, state absolutely. to state business to business uh yes. and stuff like that but what are some of those general one general ones out there because i mean let's yeah. be honest like when you start a, a company you start a business or whatever there's nobody from you know uh unless you call them and even then yeah. you have to go through <laughs> seven layers of phone you know of being mm -hmm. passed around there's nobody mm -hmm. to tell you like you got to pay this franchise and excise you got to pay exactly. this business tax they, oh yeah. you're a consultant mm -hmm. you stayed in new york oh you got to pay this consultancy tax Absolutely. as well so kind of yeah. share with us some of those general ones over across the board if you well, don't mind you just named the two biggest ones okay business tax uh well in the state of tennessee because we don't have income tax gotcha well, right we have limited income tax mm -hmm. um most most of all businesses have to pay business taxes and that's done annually and that's based off of your income and each industry has a different rate <laughs> right to make it even more confusing um you have to pay annually franchise and excise taxes those are two separate taxes but they're reported and paid for together franchise tax is based on uh, the value of your company excise tax is based on the income of your uh that your business has made let's see um uh, and then sales tax is the other big one Gotcha. Not everybody, uh, if you provide a service, more than likely you are not subjected to pay sales tax. But any retailer, and it's not even paying sales tax, it's collecting sales tax from the consumer, reporting that and uh, paying it, paying what you've collected to the state of Tennessee. Gotcha. Or to whatever state you're in. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you for sharing that. And I just wanted to say real quick to our clubhouse participants, we're going to go ahead and start uh, wrapping this up. So if you have any questions, go ahead and get those hands uh, raised, if you will. Otherwise, I'm about to start shutting this thing down because, <laughs> you know, I know Ashley has been working really hard all week and she's been gracious enough to kind of share her Friday afternoon with us. And, you know, I don't want to be messing up, you know, Friday night plans oh, or, no, or lunch no. or something like that. So, you know, that's going to happen anyway. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I appreciate uh, that. L let me ask you this. L let's say, you know, I don't have a business. I don't have a job. Do I have to mm -hmm. file taxes? Um, it depends. Okay. <laughs> no, if you would make any kind of income, you are pot, you put, you're getting put into the realm of having to file taxes. Okay. However, we have a standard deduction um, that's given out right now. The current standard deduction is 12. 
$1,400 for a single individual. If you make under that, that means that no taxes are owed. Mm. However, if you have things like children or, um, you know, if you qualify for other refundable credits, then you should still file your taxes in order to get those refundable credits. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, you know, in that same vein, you know, and, and, I, and I guess this kind of, you know, uh, very pertinent now because, you know, a lot of people who were either working or had businesses, you know, over the past 12, 13 months and they had to stop working for various reasons. You know, mm-hmm. what are those tax implications for those who filed for unemployment? Oh, well, so when you get unemployment, you have the option to pay, have federal taxes withheld because okay. that is still looked at as wage income. Okay. It's still taxed the same. You you know, you might get put in a different tax bracket because you're making less, but mm. you still have to pay uh, taxes on those quote unquote wages. Gotcha. And you have the uh, ability to get them withheld just like your regular W-2 income. And at the end of the year, they will send you a form telling you how much you made and how much has been withheld. And you will either have to pay more or get a refund back of that. Got you. Gotcha. I appreciate mm-hmm. you sharing that. Cause like I said, we, we've had kind of like those, you know, record number of people oh, applying yeah. for unemployment mm-hmm. over the past year. And so it's kind of a new terrain uh, oh, for those individuals. I've, so I've ahead. seen more unemployment forms than I've ever seen. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So I want to start transitioning here start, like I said, wrapping up because, mm-hmm. you know, you've been yeah. so gracious to kind of, you know, share your time and value and stuff like that with us. So CPA number crunchers, right? You, have you always been a number mm-hmm. cruncher? Were you that, that, that six year old in kindergarten? You yes. the math geek. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. What, what I always is, loved it. <laughs> gotcha. What is it about numbers and, and, and crunching numbers that just fascinates you? Well, you know, I, I'm, don't ask me to write anything. I'm not good at grammar. I cannot spell. Gotcha. <laughs> but I, math is just comfortable. It's a set of rules, and it's going to be the same regardless. Although I would say that accounting is a lot less math than people think. Mm, it's a right. lot of numbers, but not a lot of math. Gotcha. Honestly, it's like a lot of vocabulary. I remember taking you know accounting you know one hundred and one and one hundred and two <laughs> in college. It's just like man, it's more more vocabulary worse than it is That's numbers. True. That's true. It's a whole different language. You're right. Right. For sure. It's definitely a language that some people speak fluently and others, well, they'll just get in trouble. So, And just, that's why they need to hire an accountant. There it is. Everybody's and, not funds fluent. <laughs> gotcha. Which is why you should hire Ashley Garrison, CPA, yes. founder of GRF Financials. Once again, that link to her website is there in the show notes. Uh, for easy access. And if you want to go ahead and give her a call, that number is 901-728-2412. That link is also there in the show notes for easy access. Real quick, Ashley, are you able to help people who are out of state as well or you just stick to Absolutely, the state? No. Okay. Um, yes. I, as far as tax preparation and bookkeeping, I I do have clients all over the country Okay. and I can have clients all over the country. Okay. Um, we cannot service in um, like an audit or um, financial compilation, things of assurance nature, you have to stay in your state. But I don't offer those services. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yes, I don't offer them. Okay. All right. Cool deal. Cool deal. So like I said, you know, thank you so much for coming on the show. You've given us amazing value and, and stuff like that. But if you, you would, oh, of course, because you know you're the homie, right? Because I mean, you know, I had <laughs> yes. to have you 
on the show. And I'm, I'm so proud of what you have uh, going and what you've been able to accomplish and stuff like that. So this is just me trying to be a part of that in some kind of way to kind of help push it forward a little bit for you. Uh, so, uh, but I want to ask you this and just leave it with this. You know, we always ask our guests to kind of leave us with some words of encouragement to take us out for the day. Would you mind Ooh. doing that? Good ma'am. Ooh, okay. You got me by surprise. I think, uh, the encouragement is keep going. Gotcha. Um, you know, it might, you might hit a wall. Sometimes you might go through a storm. You might not think that people believe in you and what people really want to see is consistency. They might not cheer for you initially, but you, as long as you cheer for yourself and you keep going, you will see and you will reap those benefits. Gotcha. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. And that's going to wrap up this session of the Startup Life. We want to once again thank Ashley Garrison of GRF Financials for coming on the show. Thank you so much, ma'am. Thank you. And as all, of course, of course. And as always, Startup Nation, if you have an idea, be about that life, the Startup Life. If you want to let us know what you think about our show, have an idea for a show topic, or would like to advertise on our show, send us a message on the Startup Life Podcast Facebook page. And while you are there, like and follow our page as well. It's a great way for us to engage with you, Startup Nation, and really grow our community. The link is there in the show notes. Subscribe to the show as it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or even on your Facebook timeline or any other platform you like to get your podcast. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you find our content valuable, please give us a five-star rating as it will help us climb the charts and help more people find our show. You can also listen to the show on the Startup Life Podcast new website. There you will find the all-new Startup Blog where I write on many topics that are interesting and helpful to you on your path to entrepreneurship. And hey, If you have an idea, be about that life, the startup life.